All right, leading us off, it's going to be Nick and Dustin on the Browns' inactivity at the deadline today. If P.J. Walker plays for another month, I mean, you're you're not going to win more than a game or two. Well, okay. If they do, Kevin Stefanski's the coach of the year. If they don't, Kevin Stefanski might not be the head coach. And at this point, like, I'll actually, I'll be honest with you, i got to defend Kevin Stefanski. I've been defending him this week. I mean, people wanted to, like, the guy fired for the third and three call, but I'm like, the guy's coached his ass off with with a uh, an XFL quarterback. Well, and a good coach can make a bad call. And in fairness, Andrew Barry is having a really good season outside of the quarterback position. And I don't necessarily put Deshaun Watson on the quarterback position. Yeah. Or, sorry, on on Andrew Barry because I think it was a I think it was a, a joint decision. For sure. I, I think it was I think it was they they viewed this as their moment to level up in the NFL, and it just hasn't come to fruition at this point. However, what you do behind that quarterback, that I do have to hold you accountable for. Yeah, of course we do. You know, Nick goes like he's having a really good season outside of the backup quarterback situation. I'm glad Nick came around at the end to hold him accountable, which is what I expect out of Nick. He does a good job. Uh, but that'd be like me saying, oh, I've had a great 45 days of gambling, except, except for the one day I lost everything and then, oh, went into my own personal fund and blew even more money. It's like, well, then I didn't have a good 45 days. That one day overtook everything. Not having a backup quarterback situation overtakes the Juan Thornhill, Tomlinson, Zedaria Smith deals because ultimately the quarterback is the most important position on the field. It matters that much. You have to pay attention to these things, and you have to be held accountable when you bungle them. Now, is there empathy for me to them because they got greedy and then ended up with their hand in the cookie jar? Not really. Not really. Them's the breaks. This is what happened. we got to judge you on all these things. They made a decision to go and spend more on defense and not worry about the backup quarterback. Well, you got to live with your decisions. Even sadder thing, I just thought about this. They traded Josh Dobbs because they were so they wanted the picks in return. Vikings gave up uh, gave up draft picks today for Josh Dobbs. They probably could have held on to Josh Dobbs to see if Deshaun Watson had been injured in the first half of the season. But we're, now we're just relitigating things. We don't need to go down that road. It, the deal was done. It is what it is. But oh, it just gets worse and worse by the day. All right, next up, Ken and Anthony. With Boomer and Geo in New York reacting to the fight between the two of them. All right, here we go. So now they they went on, they played it a little more. Um, we'll get back into them here. I'm surprised to hear from you. That's Don't all. you ever accuse me of that ever again. Oh, God, <laughs> nice show. Oh, yeah, no, it's like the Daryl moment all over again. I, I, <laughs> wow. Don't you ever accuse me of that ever again Damn. on this show. Man. Uh, what was he accusing him of? Being like... Being an average football yeah. player. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Don't was the end good? Because it looks like it gets loud at the end again. Uh, not really. Not they're really. Just talking okay. over each other again. Yeah. yeah. But so was... they're partners. Yeah, yeah. They've been partners. Yeah. I thought they liked each other. I, I've... Or you I... can like each other. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that felt like there's some underlying yeah. deep-seated hatred there. <laughs> that is true. Like, oh, you're the football guy. Oh, tell me about radio. Oh, okay. I'm monologue radio. Ooh. And then when he goes on... Oh, I know the camera's on, and you're trying to have a moment. He's like, all right, then I'll get rid of the camera. Yeah, they're bringing up old stuff. It's yeah. Good, that, that's oh, I, I, I stopped bubbling there, man. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I left them laughing at the end because I thought that was such a fake laugh. <laughs> Ken, Ken and Anthony, they're laughing to make up. Like, this isn't awkward. This is okay. This is fine. They're like the little puppy drinking the coffee with the fire all around them. This is fine. We're having fun. This is fine. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. And, uh, you know, what's funny about what Boomer and Geo did right there is that they used the same words that Lima and Ken used in dissecting an on-air fight that I had with a co-worker here a few years back. Now, you're not, you, I promise you don't remember this incident because it was a very big nothing burger of a fight. But they said, they went and they go, oh yeah, these two, they fought, uh, and I'm not gonna mention who it was with, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't matter, the person's no longer here. But we got in a big argument, and a big back and forth, and then they played in the morning, and they're like, oh, there's some underlining things going on there, obviously, with no knowledge of any bit of our relationship at all. Oh, there's, there's a lot of things happening between those two, you can tell that, and it's like, now what happens to them, and Boomer and Geo are like, oh! A lot of underlining problems between those two. You can tell what's going on there. And then Ken and Lima are the first ones to be like, no, but we really, we love each other. We're friends. We do that. We were cool with in between the break. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. I mean, I believe they are. I believe they're friends. I'm not suggesting anything otherwise. I don't really know, to be honest. People ask me all the time, what do you think about Lima and Ken? I don't really, I speak to each one of them individually at best. I talk to Ken on Sundays, because now we work together on Sundays from 12 to 1, and I have a fun time doing that. And honestly, I don't really ever talk to Lima. Lima doesn't text me or we don't really call, so I don't really talk to Lima much. Would I like that to change? Sure, but I don't, I can't speak on it. I don't really know. They don't really, neither one of them really knows me that well. Ken knows me more than Lima does, but like, no, I, no. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what their relationship is like. I can't speak on it. But I did think it was funny that the same line used on me years prior was now used on them. But no, everything everything's fine. I didn't even talk about the actual incident, but that's I guess we kind of addressed that there anyway. Uh, Baskin gives out a beer. This is interesting. Can I, does the beer have to be given to a human being? Is that one of the rules? I don't think we have rules. We don't really have rules. Oh, okay. We're just making just, sure that just play a, it safe. Just a bit, Andy. Uh, making right, sure so these play don't it, go to waste. So play it safe. I will give my beer to the fine folks on the uh, at the IT department. Of the Cleveland Browns because artificial intelligence that called the third and three play that said go for the pass rather than the run, you guys deserve a beer. That AI. I'll tell you what helped. A shot got a beer? That'll come, nurse. It sure will. The AI that helped the Browns figure out that it was better to pass than to run on third and three, I, whether it was right or wrong or whether the AI was right or wrong or whether the coach had it or the play call came from somewhere, I'm not quite sure. But I will say this, that... For all the grief that came over that third and three play and all the phone calls we took that, anyone that has suffered any grief for that, I will share my beer with you. Crazy and off-putting. Hold my beer. This will not stand. How long before AI calls all the plays for some team? I want to talk about the last part. I didn't want to really address the fact that two people that don't really drink beer are the guys handing out beers in the daily segment or weekly segment, whatever it is. It was more about the idea that I wanted to talk about that last thought. It's a fantastic thought by Andy Baskin. How long will we get before it's AI against AI? I don't think it's going to happen. Um, wouldn't that take away so much for you guys if you really found out that that's all it was? You got to know the advanced analytics, but you still have to take your human component into it. 
As I think a lot of people are missing about the P.J. Walker thing in the other direction. Everyone's like, oh, they went for the, the analytics, and they only listened to the analytics, and if they would have just used their gut, they would have been right, and they would have ran the ball. Okay, but then also you're ignoring the idea that it wasn't Derrick Henry in the backfield. You're ignoring that it wasn't Nick Chubb in the backfield. Isn't there, like, that uh, uh, detracted from analytics, isn't that a part of it too? Isn't that part of the human element there that you don't have one of the best backs in the league in the backfield? I know you don't have one of the best quarterbacks. We've established that, but it doesn't. that's like fighting fire with fire. All right. Man, I am on one today, aren't I? I am on one today. I'm yelling about everything. I'm just I'm trying to start fights left and right here. I am on one today, admittedly. Nick and Dustin on Halloween. Kids today have no idea how great we had it. What do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I wasn't able to go to trick or treating on Sunday because the Brown, it was right in the middle of the Browns game, and we didn't have the setup that you guys were able to have, so I had to choose, and I chose the Browns game because I'm an awful father. But in, I didn't realize till afterwards that I was not going to be home on trick or treating in time because I thought, like when we grew up, when you know trick or treating started whenever the lights turned on, and then it was. It was yeah. I mean, when it, as soon as it dusk, yep, it was time to go. And then, in it fact, was a, it might have even been later. I feel like it was like seven, eight o'clock. And then it was a free market system. It was basically as long as you could find lights on, and as long as people were willing to put out candy. It was basically a game about hustle. How much did you want it? Did you want to hit ten houses, or yeah. did you want to hit ten neighborhoods? Well, and, and you also know, like back when we were kids in the eighties, uh, at least for me. 90s like for my me. parents didn't even go with us. Yeah, they like to send us. We're like seven, eight years old, yep. and we're just like wandering. That's right. It was all about how many pieces you wanted to go ahead and take in. That's all it ever really was. Like you could, you could just, you could just wander neighborhood to neighborhood, and if you had the effort and the energy, I remember Halloweening for like after school at three o'clock until nine, ten o'clock, eleven. I mean, like, I, I'd go as long as they'd let me go. Legitimately, in suburbs of Chicago, I'm pretty sure I was out there at 9.30. I, I think I think the, the suburb where my aunt lived, we'd end up over there at the very end. Maybe it was 9 o'clock that it ended. Maybe it wasn't 9.30. Maybe it was 9 o'clock. Extremely late, though. It was like six hours of trick-or-treating. And you end up with just bag full, bags full of candy. That was fun. That was that was a good time. I liked, I liked Halloween as a kid. I really did. I like it now, too. Now that I'm in the burbs, I do. I like it a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I like seeing the happiness of the kids' faces and them dressing up. I saw a uh, – we did have a C.J. Stroud at the house today, by the way. We had a C.J. Stroud. I don't know. I mean, take that for what it's worth. The, the Ohio State version, not the not the Houston Texans version. All right, next up, Cannon Anthony on Stefanski's big picture. That type of play, if you go 9-8 and eight and you don't make the playoffs – that's the type of thing going, you know, we could have gone 10 and 7 had we had not done that. And there's plenty of reasons why if you go 9 and 8, you could lose five more ball games this year. Plenty of good, solid reasoning there. But people remember that one, and they don't want to pay attention to the nine games you won. Because it's the NFL, and it's hard, and I can make every argument in the book for Kevin Stefanski, but how many guys keep their jobs three years not going to the playoffs after you made the right. playoffs the first year? That's a very difficult thing to do. It is. I just wonder if we've gotten to the point, and it's still so early in the season, believe it or not. I mean, we're, we're not yet to the halfway point. It's so early in the season to, to talk about this. But if Watson's just not right all year, then how can you blame Stefanski 
and say that the offense is not compatible when you didn't have a quarterback to be able to evaluate I those think things. plenty of people line up. You're not going to want to hear this answer, and I know you have to answer to this on the other side. There will be plenty of people going, well, you should have done better in 21 and 22. Then. Yeah, I think that's going to be my answer, too. You should have been better in 21 and 22. And then you'll turn around and they'll say, well, no, but he had 11 games with Jacoby Brissett, and he was good offensively with Jacoby Brissett. And they'll say, you turn around, and it's like, oh, well, with Baker Mayfield. Oh, but then the injury with the shoulder, and it just it just becomes a lot. We're just stockpiling excuses. Either you want the guy or you don't want the guy. Choose your lane. I, right now, you made me choose, keep Stefanski for next year or not, I'm kind of tired of him. I've defended him for a very long time. Something about the previous three weeks, though, has just worn me out with Stefanski. I don't know what it is. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe it's all the misdirection. Maybe it's all the... Uh, the back and forth with with Deshaun Watson where nobody seems to know what the hell is going on. Something rubbed me the wrong way, though. I thought he coached a great game on Sunday. I really did. And I've defended the decision that he made on Sunday, too. I just, I'm a little over it. I'm a little over it. What does Daryl Ryder think? He'll join us coming up next. He's one half of It's Always Game Day in, Clu- in Cleveland. That is the crew of Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin. Subscribe now, 923thefan.com or the Odyssey app, sponsored locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. And make sure you get the post-game edition on Sundays, but you get the Daryl Ryder edition next right here on The Fan.